Window shopping in fashion-conscious Paris can be a treat, but the price tags can be a shock. So if you want to bring back a special souvenir from Paris for your friends back home without going broke, you can build a fun itinerary around visiting the city's specialty markets and side street shops and find just the perfect something special at a bargain price. That's what Marjorie R. Williams does every time she's in Paris. She's co-authored a snappy little guidebook to the markets of Paris. It covers the city's food, antiques, arts and crafts, and specialty markets. She's here to help us find just the right spots to make you, too, feel like an in-the-know Parisian shopper. Marjorie, thanks for being with us. Thank you. I'm so happy to be here. Well, it's uh, fun for me because I I love Paris, but I'm still a beginner in markets. And to be able to talk to you, who's written a book about markets, uh, give us the the general lay of the land. Uh, Your book is is big. It covers a lot of different kinds of markets. How many markets are there, and, and what kind of markets are they? Well, there are over 120 markets in Paris. About two-thirds of those are food markets, and the rest of them are other kinds of markets, ranging from flea markets, Paris has world-class flea markets, to antique markets, art and crafts markets, uh, let's see, postcard market, even a bird market, a flower market, a wow. stamp market. The list goes on and on. Almost any hobbyist interest can be indulged there. Paris is a city of neighborhoods. I would imagine yes. the, the basic food markets serve the neighborhoods quite well, and you can find those scattered throughout the town. That's right. But the non-food markets, there you should know what quirky market you might be interested in and then find it and hop on the metro and go there. Um, talk about some of the, the different markets that you might find scattered around the town that would be more quirky. Antique markets, you mentioned uh, bird markets. Where would you go if you wanted a bird market? For the bird market, it's on Ile de la Cité, which is right in the center, one of the little islands in the city. So it's very easy to get there, to walk there from almost anywhere else in Paris. And granted, most travelers are not going to buy a bird while they're traveling. But one of the benefits of going to the bird market or some of these other specialist markets is the way it opens up a whole world of people and items that that pertain to this particular interest. So, for example, at the bird market, you see not only all different colors and sizes and sounds of birds, but also lots of different bird cages, bird foods, bird manuals, bird medicines, Hmm. and bird experts. So it's just, it's fun to delve into that world. And by the way, whether you're going to a bird market in Ile de la Cité or something farther out, for example, a used book market, a fabulous used book market in the 15th, it's a way to see the city en route to these markets. So these can get you into other arrondissements. So part of the pleasure of exploring these different markets throughout Paris is they get you into neighborhoods you wouldn't see otherwise. It's a fresh way to experience the city. Mm-hmm. The things that you get to observe at the markets, the, the family dynamics, the way the people interact with each other. One of the reasons that I encourage people to go to the market is you get to see some of the cultural conventions. Let's talk about the bouquinista, the, the little bookstalls that line the Seine River. Oh, yes. Those are so charming. Everybody loves them. They have a fascinating history. 
That's right, they do. The history goes goes way back, and now it's very competitive for anybody to actually get the permission, the rights to own one of those little green boxes where they set up their, their stalls. So when you walk along the Seine, you see this 200-yard long line of green boxes. On, on closed times, they're just all locked up tight like little green canned hams. But when it's open, <laughs> you've got just this cornucopia of postcards and books yes. and calendars and old records. That's right. And, and some of them are just they're selling trinkets that you might be able to find anywhere. But others are, are for example, one of my favorite Bucanis sells all sorts of cooking-related posters and cookbooks and menus that go back uh, deep into French history, menus of different important meals. I think they originated back when uh, they were selling Protestant pamphlets during the, the difficult times during the religious wars in Europe in the 16th century. That's, that's exactly right. When you are traveling around Paris, you're also going to find a vibrant immigrant demographic and there are entire regions that are from North Africa and, and different parts of the former French colonies. If you wanted to experience an Arab market, where would you go and what would you experience? Arab markets, I think, are some of the most interesting food markets. And those Arab markets, let's see, some of them, uh, Marché Aligre in the 12th arrondissement or Marché Barbez, which is a lot of fun in the 18th for a very fast-paced, fast-moving, mm. crowded market. Uh, mm. There's another called Belleville in the 11th, and that's a combination of an Arabic and an Asian market. Oh. Those are mostly food markets. They do sell other items. And each of these are farther away from the, from the center where most of the tourists are, I believe. So it's a reminder yes. that we do need to hop on that metro, and if we want to break out of the traditional touristy stuff and really feel the pulse of today's Paris which is multicultural and happening and forward-looking. Uh, we need to do that and then hop on that metro and make it happen. I'm Rick Steves. This is Travel with Rick Steves. We're talking about markets of Paris with the author of that book. And our phone number is 877-333-7425. Patricia's on the line from Coral Springs, Florida. Hi, Patricia. Hi, how are you, Rick? Great. Thanks for calling. Do you have some thoughts on markets? Uh, will you be visiting Paris and uh, have a question perhaps for Marjorie? Yes, actually, um, I am visiting Paris with my daughter, and she's 15 years old. And um, we were wondering, is there anything you can think of that's extraordinary for a 15-year-old that she would remember? She likes different foods, and she loves to just shop in general. So I was trying to experience some culture with her while we're in France that will give her a great memory. Well, how about a flea market? Have you ever gone to a flea market with her? Oh, not not certainly Paris, but that's a great idea. Where would you suggest we go? Yes, yes. So, so that would be great fun. There are two, two flea markets that I would recommend. If you want to go hardcore and have a whole day, if not a whole weekend there, the place to go is Klingencourt, and that's just outside the 18th arrondissement. And another, which is less well-known, but personally is my favorite, it's set the Porte de Vanve in the 14th arrondissement. It's a little smaller, more intimate, but at both places you can get almost anything from, from large furniture down to small beads for, for jewelry making. Some of my favorite gifts have come from there, vintage glassware, mm. cheese knives, that. a leather jacket. Mm. Uh, now, Court, it's got like 2,000 vendors. It's a city. Oh, it's, it's, it's a huge. ramshackle it's city, and it's even broken yes. into different zones. So if you're interested That's in right. antiques or if you're interested in oh, wow. um, what, what are some of the zones, uh, Marjorie, at the Court flea market? 
Oh, they have all different sort of covered shop areas and open street areas and cafes that you can stop for some fortification along the way. There's nothing quaint about it. It's it's just, it's vast. It's almost like a North African souk. And, uh, she would probably love that. I'm not a shopper, but I like to plan a day for her that is something that she's... My hunch, she would find that incredible. Also... Marjorie, explain to Patricia about the beautiful viaduct shops under the abandoned yes. train line and then the park above it. Oh, oh, that's that's one of my favorite, favorite spots. So the viaduct shops, this is in the 12th arrondissement, and okay. there are some, really some artist studios along there, and it has attracted a set of very interesting shops and a lot of homemade goods. It's like, in I think in 1998, they, they abandoned this train line and had all of these... Uh, brick-arched viaduct arches underneath the train line that were kind of wasted space. And they thought they would cleverly turn this into little creative uh, commercial zones. And uh, as Marjorie was talking, different artisans would camp out in there and eventually they'd have very nice shops. Today you've got 56 of these arched spaces selling all sorts of creative things. And then above it is this long, skinny, lush green park where people love to go jogging and have picnics. And uh, The park is called Promenade Plantee. That's right. One of my favorite activities when I'm in that neighborhood is to walk along that promenade that you described and then come duck down Mm -hmm. the stairs, go into a few shops, then go back Mm -hmm. up above again. And it can be the most pleasant afternoon, a combination of being out in the fresh outdoors and doing some shopping. Super. Well, thank you, Rick and Marjorie. That's been very helpful. I can't wait to go to Paris with her. How cool to take your daughter and, and uh, let her enjoy all of that. Boy, turn I most her... certainly will. Thank you. Have fun. Thank you. Bye-bye. This is Travel with Rick Steves, and we've been speaking with Marjorie R. Williams, who, along with Dixon Long, is the co-author of Markets of Paris. Marjorie, one thing about Paris, which is so powerful and fascinating to me, is the, the mix of neighborhoods. And each neighborhood will have its market, Uh, Many of these have market streets. There's about a dozen wonderful pedestrian market streets. Montorgoy is just a fascinating walk for me. Let's just close our our little discussion of the markets of Paris here. If you could take us on a short walk down Montorgoy and uh, share some of the delights that you will enjoy when you find yourself in an open-air, pedestrian-only market street in a beautiful neighborhood of Paris. Ah, okay. Well, I would start this walk by the restaurant with the famous snail. There's a large golden snail at the top of the restaurant, and of course, one of their specialties is escargot. And that's a landmark on this Rue Montorgoy. Across the way is a deli that one of my friends says is his favorite place to go when he's in Paris. Walking further along the street, you'll see some some bakeries, wonderful, the breads, fresh baguettes, and pastries. Uh, Napoleon eclairs along Mm. that street that are very, very good. There are some restaurants along the way. There are several cafes. Well, I think the lesson here is to get out. Do your research, equip yourself with a guidebook, and then become a temporary Parisian. Get out there and, and live the markets. Marjorie R. Williams, thank you so much for your work and for joining us today as we sample the markets of Paris. Merci beaucoup. It's been such fun. And I wish all of your all of your listeners a bon voyage, whether they're traveling or daydreaming of a trip there. Ah, it's a beautiful notion. Thank you. Each year, Rick Steves Tour Guides take free-spirited travelers on escorted tours through France and beyond, one small group at a time. This year, we're featuring tours of Paris and the south of France, Paris and the heart of France, Paris by itself, and the villages and vineyards of eastern France. 
For a free catalogue and Rick's Tour Experience DVD, visit the tour pages at ricksteves.com. <laughs>